We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome. To the Pat Mayo Experience, let's have a Friday hang on today's show. So what you do is give the episode a like, you smash that like button, you leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and you tell me which player who was not elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame that should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. From this round of balloting, you do that, you get into a draw for 20 DK dollars. Now, if you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, you subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Need to juice those audio numbers up. We fell just short of our mark of 15 million downloads for 2019. I want to get to like close to 20 in 2020. So subscribe, leave a five-star review, your DraftKings handle, and something you like about the show, and you will be in that draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. Winners announced on Monday's show. But like for extra bonus points, like tell a friend. If you tell two friends, you don't have to listen anymore. Because then I'm up one, and then we're good to go. Jeff Feinberg is here. What's up? How's it going? I'm tinkering around with the format of the show. Because we have Super Bowl next week, and we'll be doing our Super Bowl picks and all that fun stuff along with golf. But what happens when football is over? What do we do then? So I threw it out to the people on Monday of the different types of shows that we can do. And I always forget that people are like fucking morons, and they have like the worst ideas for shows of all time. There were a couple good nuggets in there, though. (laughs) Like really good ones. And what I leaned towards to begin with was basically just keep you and myself and Tim Andergast. Tim Andergast. That is not my name. Well, if we keep the three of us together somehow, or maybe Jeff can't do it one week. Maybe we like scrape Gary and off the pile, see what he's up to. All that guy's always working. Can't come in. Too big, too big for the show. Did you know that, Tim? That's what he told me. Did he really? I mean, there's another person who's also actually too busy to be in Jeff's chair, who the people would clamor for as well. People do want to see Cam. Yeah. Cam's a tough get, though, because he doesn't live in the city. Yeah. He does a show every single day, and not the best with technology to get him in. The, I, yeah, there's a lot of, like, flaming hoops that need it's to what be makes jumped the through, but sometimes it aligns. There's got to be a time that... It's what makes the Kentucky Derby show such a treat because you you know you're only going to get them once. Maybe I, I'll I'll try to reach out a little bit more throughout the yeah. year. I just don't like to overwhelm him with things because too much going on for Cam's not a great thing. There's got to be a time where he's like being taken to like a Leafs game by one of his like mobster buddies, and he's already like coming into the downtown core. You set it up for like a four thirty, five o'clock. I don't know. I would be good just to have him at his house because I know that he's set up. I just, I just, I got to figure out a schedule, how to figure that out. So I figure we just shoot the shit on some things. If this one goes too long, you know what? You'll get a Saturday show too. Cut it into two parts, get double those clicks and downloads. Another easy way for me to increase the volume of the download traffic. So what other ideas did the people have? Just a lot of like, you should do a first round leader show. I was like, well, there's three minutes. Like, <laughs> great. <laughs> 
like, like people mentioned the golf chat. I'm going to bring back the golf chat. That's eventually going to happen. It's just I don't do that until football was over. So that'll probably be back on Wednesdays. But Friday is tough to figure out. Like Paul and I will be, maybe it'll just be something different every single Friday because Paul and I will start recapping the challenge again. But I like to have these sort of like just random sports chats. We, we get to have our Stephen A. Smith moments here where like I can point a finger at you and just start yelling. That'd be great. Doesn't that yeah. sound fun? Uh, there it is. So today, I have a bit of an agenda. We are going to talk about the Baseball Hall of Fame. I have a game that we can play, plus some auxiliary topics, and maybe like, Eli retired. We can talk about that. Yeah. You guys are free to bring any topic you <laughs> want to the table. Generally sports-related, maybe not. I have a bunch of non-sports-related things as well. But let's, let's jump into this and go Hall of Fame baseball, because you're angry on Twitter, Jeff. Angry. It, it shouldn't have come off as angry. You seemed angry. Okay, I just, then if it is, it's just simple. I was angry that, like, why he didn't deserve 100%, in my opinion. Now, did I'm he a, get 100%? I thought he got one person didn't vote for him. Now, I'm a believer, I will say. It says here 99.7%. Okay. I'm a believer that you're either, like, are or aren't a Hall of Famer. And all this stuff is sort of just, we're just sort of stuck in the quicksand of, of the past. That being said, I don't think Derek Jeter would have been the player to die on the hill of changing history for. Uh, fantastic player, special player, Hall of special Famer. moments, Hall of Famer, incredibly clutch. But he's not like a top 10 baseball player of my life or that's entered the Hall of Fame in the last X amount of years. And therefore, in my opinion, with what we saw, it wasn't worth a perfect ballot. I don't think it came off as angry because I wasn't, but... And people just think I'm angry. I don't know. You, know. you do seem kind of angry from time to time. So the two guys who got into the Hall of Fame, Derek Jeter, 99.7% of the vote. Larry Walker, Kenejin, 76.6% of the vote. I expected Tim to be the one who was triggered with Jeter getting like almost unanimously in on the first ballot. But then I was waiting for Cus to be super triggered by Larry Walker saying he's going in as a Rocky and not Tim's beloved Le Expo. It's sad because he was probably the last guy if someone was going to go in as an expo, it would have been him. But I get it. He spent a lot of years in Colorado, and I'm, I suspect he is beloved in Denver too. He certainly a, a justified it. I'm happy to see him be a Hall of Famer. It's also financial. Those, yeah, yeah, for sure. He gets in on his last year of eligibility, where, which is, you know. Where would he be? Think about it. If you're him. One team just doesn't exist. Another team, like, will honor you, bring you back, like, constantly. Not to say Denver wouldn't have, but it's just easier. You want to be remembered, too. You want your legacy to live, so it's easier and has a better chance of really living with a team that actually exists. Get ready to enter the ring. DraftKings and Showtime Boxing have partnered to bring you closer to the action than ever before. Introducing the Showtime Boxing Pick'em Game. For every 2019 Showdown boxing event, you can come out swinging. Each fight card is the opportunity to duke it out for your share of $5,000 and a Showtime boxing swag bag. Head to www.draftkings.com showtime to play against this Saturday's main event featuring Danny Swift Garcia versus Ivan El Terrible Redcatch in a 12-round welterweight title eliminator. But are we living under... The guys that Montreal is not going to have a team within ten years. I would feel, love it, for them. It feels like they're going to. Okay, and it? that would be great. And then you get to be the guy Listen, for the expo. That's a they'll all be the guy. They'll all be brought back. Vladdy and 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 Larry and and Pedro. They'll all be celebrated if Montreal is again celebrated. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Like, if for the financials of it, you'd have to rearrange the divisions. I th- Actually, I guess you wouldn't. If Tampa Bay becomes Montreal, it makes a lot of sense. Tampa- no, they should be a National League team. They were a National League team for 50 years. Yeah, do, 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 do you know what? They, you, you, I think you hit on the key point there. They were a National League team for 50 years until they cease to exist. They need to be in the same division. They need to play the Jays 19 times a year. I don't they want do. that. I want them to play. Well, do you want them? Do you want them to be in baseball or not in baseball? Sure, then they can switch with some other team and join the National League. Like I don't want them in the American League. That, that Montreal plays National League baseball. They play real baseball. They don't play baseball play, should play, do by the by the time Montreal would actually have a team or the next wave of everyone expansion, will have a DH. Well, that probably, but I think they should do um, 
more of a balanced schedule and do away with the divisions. No, Tim will be triggered by that. No, I would support 32 teams with two divisions per league and the top two go to the AL or NLCS. Boom. No, I I didn't mean it like that. I just meant um, just more balanced schedules across the league. I, I get what you're saying by that to make it more balanced. But I do think that there is something to baseball where so much is so much of the revenue is done by like local market TV or just yes. overall attendance that if you can create like divisional rivalries and have those teams play like think about how mu- how much it benefits the Blue Jays, the Orioles and the Rays that they play in a division with the Yankees and Red Sox. If they didn't like they would. If you just took them and took put them in the AL Central, like their margins would be way down. I see. I would disagree entirely because I think I mean Toronto would show out for a winner, and they, they would. But but when Toronto doesn't have a winner, who fills that? Stadium? Okay, fine. But guess what? In the AL Central, the last twenty five years of Toronto Blue Jays baseball is an entirely different history. JP Ricciardi's a GM of a team that went to the playoffs three times. Like I like I'm just everything would have changed everything changes and I I believe that no I like I think they would actually be greatly benefited um, because they would have a couple more winning seasons and we know with this this town like this front runner you know Bay Street bootlicker as Cam and Gabe would always call them and fill the seats I would love to be a Bay Street boot I'd love yeah, to have that kind of cash I'm not good. gonna lie yeah. to you. To decide although, to five, we, although we are very close in this office, we do not have the the finances of the people. To decide to, in that at like five thirty, I'm going to go to the game and I'm just going to pay whatever yeah, for it costs a, for to like sit in a good seat. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a pretty sweet way to go about things. I but I do think like it would, it would be the Rays though, Tim, wouldn't it? That would end up being isn't like that the agreement in place already that they're going to start playing a few games in Montreal. That's certainly uh, certainly the rumor. I mean, listen, I would rather Montreal baseball there than than nowhere but i mean it wouldn't be the expos the nationals own the rights and everything would they buy it back from them maybe maybe not would it be the exact with the same uniforms the same colors like it would be weird right i mean i want it back but i'm also concerned that what i get back won't be the thing that i want and maybe it's, no, it's in the american league it won't be national league baseball like there's all kinds of stuff that like i don't know when i think about it, it just makes me think whatever team's coming isn't going to be the expos and therefore kind of won't be a return it'll just be something different do you like is it what would you put the percentage that's actually going to happen that baseball is back in montreal in the next decade yeah 30 percent it's better than what i would have thought 10 years ago which would have been zero yeah. percent it's just the rays yeah. the the rays have to go somewhere i don't know there's it, a lot of like hype for some other places like, like portland Lou, I, or vegas and i don't know I, does vegas just get every team now they might. I don't know. Like, I was just in Vegas. So to see it, I guess you get all those tourism people that will just go. But I think that hockey makes a lot of sense there because, you know, it's the first of the scene in Vegas as a professional sport. It's good to give away tickets as a part of, like, hey, you're a high roller at a casino. Here's some tickets to the Vegas Knights game. And it does seem like there's enough Canadians in Vegas to make it, like, somewhat viable for a season ticket base. Football is just going to sell out. There's only, there's, only, there's only eight games. Like, you're going yeah. to sell that out. If we're talking about baseball... That's a tough one. It's a tough It's sell. a tough one. It's a tough one. I And I, I get it. And I've been in Vegas a couple times when the, since the hockey team has been there. And you see it. Like, I have no interest in the hockey. Hockey's not part of my trip. It's got nothing to do with anything. But it's Saturday, and there's 800 Calgary Flames jerseys around me. Yeah. Like in the law, it's like holy shit. Well, it's a, it's and it's real. And obviously, like you said, they were first in, and the city bought into it, and they won out of the gate, and they created something, you know, really fun and and, and magical, and and a loyalty with the, like essentially what it took, like Nashville, which is now a great hockey town, like twenty five years to do. Vegas did in a year. Well, the big thing I think you hit on it is that you have your like your general base of people who are season ticket holders in Vegas. And then you have the transplants. Like if I, let's say I was a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, not at like hockey, but if I was, and I was going to go to Vegas, I would probably structure my trip around the Leafs being in Vegas. So I could go to a game down there. And I, like you said, you see flames jerseys around if Calgary's in town and it would almost work that way with not just Canadian teams, but and like if you were a Blackhawks fan, like, Oh, 
Chicago's me playing in Vegas. I plan on going to Vegas in the next three months. When are the Blackhawks in Vegas? Listen, I'll go see the Blackhawks yeah, for one, the, uh, one fourth the price. And here's the teaser. I've Vegas already told County, you went to the Las Vegas County Jail. You'd see people in Bruins jerseys waiting to be let out of the drunk tank for their game. So you're right. I'm sure you see jerseys of all teams all over the place. But it seems like the market has been cornered by hockey. And maybe the market in Vegas is bigger than I would think. Maybe that I just am projecting that it is. But UFC boxing like single so the nba would crush it though i don't know if it would P- players would love to go to vegas and play in vegas it would be the you know i remember there used to be the thing where if the raptors were playing in the one o'clock game on sundays just bet on the raptors yeah because yeah, the yeah, other yeah. team would just beat the strip clubs all night completely hung over mm-hmm. ma- like that was the thing for the golden knights the first year too just like at home they were just wrecking it yeah so no I, it's a true I, story until an adjustment period happens i think that would have to be the case i i just want to talk about baseball we so rarely get to talk about baseball because I'm out of baseball, but I know all these people. Like when I covered baseball full time for close to a decade, this is this was my wheelhouse, guys, right here. So I actually feel like I know what's going on, and I'm kind of bummed. Some of these guys, like I'm looking at the guys that got left off the ballot, and only the two guys got in. And the fact that Bonds wasn't 100 percent first ballot is still just ridiculous. But that's, I, I agree. That's. Tim probably doesn't. I, I, I don't care no. what Tim thinks. He's the best player. It's, it's, he, he, is, he is the best player of all ever, time. Ever. Put him in the Hall of Fame. So, so he is one of the best. He's certainly not the best player of all he, time. He is, the, he is the best player of all time. <laughs> okay, but by no metric, either mathematical or sort of just like by what. Like no one actually makes that case. That would be silly. I, I am making that case that Barry okay. Bonds was well, the best player. And there are metrics by which you could make that case. I don't know that you could. You look at his war, for example. It's not the best of all time, by no means. Who who who, uh, is, who has the best war of all time? Babe Ruth. And, well, Barry Bonds wasn't allowed to play baseball when when Babe Ruth was, so that's that'd be tough for him. And Babe Ruth didn't Babe, have any of the training Babe, or conditioning that people in Bonds' era had. Babe Ruth was playing against me <laughs> and Jeff. Like basically, take your beer league softball team. That's who Babe Ruth was playing against. All, all you can compare players against are the players that they were playing against at the time they were playing. But look. Bonds and those guys look like they're going to get in, but they certainly won't get in before their 10th year. I think that's the penalty that, that looks like the voters are exactly. They go up every year. that They're going to hold them until the 10th and final year and then, then let them in then. Uh, that's just how it seems like it's going to be. Uh, Schilling should be in. Schilling was a marvelous pitcher. He was a Hall of Fame pitcher. I'm glad Andy Pettit didn't get in. He did not deserve it. Uh, he would not have gotten my vote. Uh, I would have voted for Jeff Kent, too. He's an MVP of the National League. He was a marvelous second baseman. I, I would have voted for him. I mean, I would vote for, like, M- M- Manny's getting bogged down in the steroid stuff, too. Manny's the Hall of Famer. They're all Hall of Famers yeah, to me. Like, well, no, they're not all Hall of Famers. Ch- Chone Figgins is on that list. He is not a Hall of Famer. Okay. Well, Ch- oh. Chone Figgins is no longer on the list. Chone Figgins. Calling him Chone instead of Sean is still my, I think, my favorite thing of all time. It'd be like somebody, people who call you Geoff instead of but, Jeff. Yeah, but, like, Ma- Manny, Bonds, Clemens, all Hall of Famers. Hall of Famers. All of them. Agreed. You know, like it's yeah. it's ludicrous that they're not in already. Like this I is, would, I, th- I would this, cast my ballot for them. This is a museum yes, where people exactly. go to learn about baseball history. To have some of the best players of all yeah. time not in your museum is it's like how Pete Rose isn't in. Well, no, Pete Rose cheated and bet on baseball. Do That's, we know? Do we know Pete Rose cheated? We know that he, he admitted, bet on baseball. He did he admit to cheating? Did he bet he against the Reds? When did he ever bet against himself? Has that actually ever come out? He bet on the sport, and the precedent was set back in 1919. If you're involved in a gambling scandal of any case, you're thrown out of baseball. And God, I wish out. Anthony Lynn bet on the Chargers once in a while. <laughs> it seems like he bets against them? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just mean, like, if he never bet against them, I don't think it's cheating. Just trying to double your salary. He's no, he's and triple just... it, because he was, he was the manager, player, and you're betting on it. Yeah, get, you get don't bet. On he's the manager, it's, and he's betting playing to win. You just don't do it. You don't bet on the game. I don't. Pay, I, so no, he never gets in. That's his eternal punishment. Does that mean Jose Altuve won't get in? That would be very interesting. Those guys will have penalties exacted against them. They're not. They they cannot be first ballot Hall of Famers now because there are enough voters won't vote for them on the first ballot to punish them. Now, if you're like Jeff and kind of like me, it doesn't matter when you get in, as long as you get in. What's the difference? But Bregman and Altuve will have quite an albatross across their neck. Uh, when that time comes, they'll have to answer for it then. So here are the guys they won't that... be able to hide behind PR lines of will the league has made its decision. Uh, that won't cut it uh, when the when the rubber meets the road. Well, do you think the league feels kind of stupid for exacting all these punishments before like the entire story was out? Yeah, they should. 
Yes. They should have held all of their <laughs> kept all their powder dry until they were ready to put down the entire report at once. Here are the guys that are on the ballot and will stay on the ballot going to next year. So Jeter and Walker are in. Kurt Schilling, 70%. Clemens, 61%. Bond, 61%. They'll probably be in next time or the time after. Omar Vizquel, 52% of the vote. Scott Rowland, 35%. Billy Wagner, 32%. Gary Sheffield, 31%. Helton, 29%. Manny, 28%. Jeff Kent, 28%. Andrew Jones, 19%. Sammy Sosa, 14%. Pettit, 11, and Bobby Abreu clings to life with 6% of the vote. The guys that are off now and can no longer be eligible for the Hall of Fame. Canerco, Jason Giambi, Soriano, Eric Chavez, Cliff Lee, Raul Ibanez, J.J. Putz, Brad Penny, and Adam Dunn. I feel bad for Cliff Lee. I don't know if he is a Hall of Famer, but it doesn't seem like he was. He's better than all the rest of the guys that I just named that are out, isn't he? He's not a Hall of Famer. He's, he was really good. Yeah, but for too short a period of time. Like, way too like, short. Like, from his stretch he wasn't from good Cleveland. Well, you know what? Kick, kick, yeah, Sandy, yeah. kick Sandy Koufax out, too, then. Sandy Koufax was a dominant pitcher in multiple World Series. And what about Cliff That matters to Hall of Fame voters. He won one and went to two and, what, won two Cy Youngs? He's a great pitcher, I think. So, like, where's Brandon Webb's votes, then? You wait, like next year when Lincecum is eligible for the ballot. I think it's next year. Maybe it's two years now. Like there'll be a hard and fast debate about whether he's going to make it. Don't, don't you have a bet that Lincecum will make the Hall of Fame? I think he, I thought, I think he will because he was the best pitcher by far for a period of time, but it was a very short period of time. My whole point is not necessarily that Cliff Lee deserves <laughs> to be in the Hall of Fame, but if you have like, I don't know, is Cliff Lee better at his position than let's say Bobby Abreu was at his or hell, sure. even Todd Helton? Yeah, Todd Helton just stood at first base for Colorado and raked, but that was before even the humidors and the, they changed the fences. I, I never would have thought Todd Helton would be a Hall of Famer. But, like, he's, I mean, with 30% of the vote on his second ballot, like, he could get there. I, I guess. Sure. I don't think I would vote for him. I don't, there, I didn't see 10 guys on the ballot this year I would have voted for. Like, you don't have to put 10 guys in just because they're there. How do you- not Hall of Famers. How did Delgado disappear from the ballot? I don't like, know. In the dark of night a year or two ago. Because his stats are what, like 92% of David Ortiz's? And he actually played a position? And he like, wasn't, didn't have steroids, did he? Ortiz's, if Ortiz isn't a first Ortiz ballot Hall of Fame. And he's not going to get in next year. That, he, that seems to be conventional wisdom. He's not going to get in next year. He, he's going to end up making it. Eventually, like, De- I De- think Delgado is off the ballot. Yeah, I mean, and uh, Martinez, he got in, right? Last year. Yeah, Edgar got in. So eventually Ortiz will get in, but he won't get on his first ballot. It's too difficult. Not when you only play half a position. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of love for David Ortiz. Plus he got shot. Yeah. That's a narrative too. And people love him. Sure. When is is A-Rod up? He retired. I I think he's up next year. So does that mean like he gets the not first ballot Hall of Famer thing? Like you know, you have to wait A Rod or is just like oh yeah, A Rod will get in on his tenth year if he gets in at all. He there's no. no way he doesn't get in. Come on. Well, if Bonds is now on year eight, A Rod was in my opinion a just as good if not a better baseball player than Barry Bonds. That is not true. I mean, he played a more important position and then gave it up in his prime to try to win World Series. Barry Bonds won seven MVP. MVPs. Listen. <laughs> To he Tim got on at one season. He got on base sixty percent of the time. To Tim's point, Jeter wasn't even the best shortstop on his own team. No, he wasn't. So that's why the idea of him being in a unanimous vote. Now that now that that's been broken, and of all people, got broken for a, a part time. And why is it only Yankees that like seem to be can flirt with this unanimous vote? Because they, they, they won the five World Series. People don't know anybody who aren't on the Yankees, pretty much. Ken Griffey and Barry Bonds are the greatest ballplayers of my life, in my opinion. I Listen, I love Ken Griffey. Barry Bonds was better. I like yeah, Griffey. I, I, I think Randy Johnson was better than both of them, even though he's a pitcher. I would pick really, Randy sure that's... first overall in a draft of players from our lifetime. I would take a guy who played every day. I'd take Bonds. I play Bonds. Well, but, yeah. but that, doesn't, that does not matter when it comes to wars and expected uh, results. Like, pitchers can have just as much, if not more. I'd probably take Pujols ahead of Randy Johnson. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> is Pujols still in the league? I think he is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> when, so what about Beltran's Hall of Fame vote then? No. 
I don't know if he had enough anyway. Although he had some he nice was playoff a, he was runs. He's a borderline player to begin with. He's sort of like in the Cliff Lee bucket. Right. Of yeah, guys. I, 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 I would have thought higher. Like Cliff Lee shouldn't be off the list after year one. So is Scott Rowland going to climb this ladder then? I, I hope not. I don't recall Scott Rowland being all that good. He's I know, a like, great two way player. That, that's but, fine, but like, okay, if we're going to cons- like. No, that, you're right. He's not a Hall of Famer. That's like NHL Hall of Famer. Like we're putting him in because he has a ton of gold gloves? Yeah, he was a great defensive third baseman. That's fine. No, but are we did not? so we're not detracting that from Jeter whatsoever. I, I wish, so he's bad at defense, but that doesn't matter. But this guy's good at defense, so that does matter? Like that's weird. I wish the Hall of Fames held their standards like football high. And the, baseball does baseball the best does. job of doing it. Oh, yeah, baseball but like Scott Rowland would make like the Hockey Hall of Fame. Or the Basketball Hall of Fame. Where everyone gets yeah, it. like re- th- those are like halls of really good, and I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. See, the move is if people get into the Hall of Fame, the voters should also have to vote someone out of the Hall of Fame. There should only be so many people in the Hall of Fame, like OJ. Yeah, OJ would have to stay in. He's one of the ten best running backs of all time, despite that list that didn't include him. No, he was on. Oh, it. was he on it? What number was he? Who's in it? I don't know. They, they didn't rank people by numbers. They, just they did it, but, like, no one, the latest, they I think. They, wait, the, the rankings weren't, like, no, from, from 1 to 10? No, it was just 10. 10. It was just oh, 10 guys. Oh, that's so soft. Yeah, well, it's just easier that way. And the most modern running back to make it was Emmett Smith. Like, Falk. Did LT not get in? LT and AP didn't get in. So stupid. I would rather have Ladanian Tomlinson than Emmett Smith. I agree, but whatever. He was first ballot, right? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, of course. I was there, and people still like to take pictures with the OJ bust. Do they? Well, yeah, yeah it's a thing to do. Yeah. Like, probably more people take their picture with the OJ bust than take it with the Jim Brown bust. <laughs> it's a shame. Unless they're huge fans of, like, I'm going to get you, sucker. No, you're, you're probably right. Oh, it's it's like a, again, yeah. here's OJ. It'd be like if you had a copy of, I don't know, some clip from... Or like a signed picture of Jim Brown from one of his movies, or like a signed picture of OJ in a Hertz ad. You feel like here's my picture of OJ in the yeah, Hertz ad. Yeah, yeah. No, listen, my good buddy's dad has a picture with OJ, like at a black tie event, and it's so funny. And he's probably got one with like Bruce Springsteen too, but it's just like, but like we'll only talk about the one with OJ. Schilling, yeah, you're right. Schilling is going to make it, isn't he, Tim? Yeah, he should have been in already. He would have been he, in already if he wasn't he like such an abrasive person, uh, you know, and so outspoken. He would have already been there. Do you, do you think? Great do you think it's his craziness that is keeping him out, or the fact that he lost Rhode Island like thirty million dollars or whatever it was? All of it. All of his behavior has. I not think it's his political opinions. That I think too. If he lost, Remember? just because his like video game company went like totally kaput. Well, he took public money and lost the state a bunch of money. I still think he makes the Hall of Fame if he doesn't, like, make his political takes. Well, his political takes are, like, not on the political spectrum half the time. Yes. They're they're crazy people (laughs) takes. (laughs) Yeah, no, none of these things have redounded to his benefit at all. So, do you think Bonds and Clemens have done it right, kind of staying out of the public eye? I know Bonds is what a hitting coach for the... Giants? Marlins? Bonds has, because what you have to remember about Barry Bonds is that people don't like Barry Bonds. That, and never did. That's the biggest thing holding him back, because he's an asshole. People don't like him. And it always was. Like, no one's going to give you any benefits of any doubt or be willing to hasten you into the hall when, much like the way every single person who covered golf in the 2000s despised Tiger Woods, because Tiger was a terrible interview and was mean to them. Uh, so that's why he got no benefit of the doubt when things went uh, pear-shaped for him in 2009. Same thing with reporters covering Bonds. Just didn't like him. Couldn't He was mean to them. So when they had their opportunity or having their opportunity to exact their pound of flesh, they're doing it. Did Vizquel not get to 3,000 hits? I don't think so. No. 2,968 hits. Bonds fell 14 hits short of 3,000. I can't believe they didn't let him come. I can't believe no American League team like gave him the. Remember when Frank Thomas was just randomly DHing for like the A's? No, when Bonds's contract was it expired, it was an unwritten rule that you're not to sign Barry Bonds. You know, what you, when, oh, if that's the case, he should sue MLB like Kaepernick and get a well, lot of cash. He should have. At that time, Bonds was currently being sued. Yeah, but then counter sue, get all your money back. If there was collusion, 
I'm just saying, I think it was an unwritten rule that they just decided as a group, we're just done with it. I'm very pro Barry Bonds. Me too. So good. I don't know. I mean, I, I, when I was young watching, I like was never enraptured with him. I loved Griffey a lot more than I ever loved him. I loved Tony Gwynn a million times more than I ever loved Bonds. Uh, Paul, yes. Barry Bonds is career career wise like leads the league by like four hundred bases on balls <laughs> over Ricky Henderson who's second and Tim's boy toy Babe Ruth who's in third. Those guys are at like two thousand and Barry Bonds is at almost or just under twenty six hundred. So sure. he didn't get to three thousand, but it's like if he didn't get walked at such an egregious clip. I mean, yeah, three thousand would have just happened. Which which also makes the home run record even more impressive because he wasn't getting balls to hit, but when he did, he hit a home run. The best, sure. the best. And it's not like he was a defensive liability. I mean, if you're going to count Scott Rowland Gold Gloves, how I many his Bonds had like five or six? Probably early. I don't know. The guy's five hundred stolen bases. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, he does things. You can make lists for him that are like Tiger Woods, like the only player in the game to like do this, 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 this. Like who's like one name is Barry Bonds. Just trying to think of who, yes or no. Schilling, yes. Clemens, yes. Bonds, yes. I don't know about Viscal. I would a, vote no. I'm not there. He's defense and a slap hitter. Yeah, I'm not there. Yeah, he yeah, exactly. Like he, he has he's his, a great player. I don't think he's a yes. Hall of Fame player. He has his Correct. place in like baseball history and for Major League Baseball like to honor him and for him to be part of things, but he's not a Hall of Famer. Well, this is only no. his third year on the ballot. He's at 53%. He's probably going and he's sort of like the anti-bonds in that yeah, way. Maybe like rolling good guy like, culture is yeah. going to get this guy or he's just there yeah. or he's there to go in in a year where they really don't have anybody else. So, sort of well, like that's the worst being, too. I'm going to say no to Roland. I'd say no to no. Billy Wagner, too. No, no. Like, no, absolutely is, not. Is, isn't Billy Wagner, I, well, he's the all-time saves leader, right? Is he? I thought it was uh, Hoffman, but maybe it is Wagner. I, it's one of the two. I, I, maybe it is Hoffman, but I feel like Billy Wagner is best known for giving up that pool holes or Beltran ding in, that, in those playoffs. I can't remember who yeah, it was the, at this point. Yeah, 2004 ALC, uh, NLCS. Yeah, I still remember it. Sheffield? No. No. Sheffield's really good. I know, but no. Sure, but this is the Hall of Fame for the best of all time. 500, and he got over 500 home runs, though. Sure. 509. So did Adam Dunn. Didn't he get over 500 home runs? Did he have over? No, he had 462. Okay. Only 2001 hits as well. But so Sheffield were saying no. Helton is like first base Omar Vizquel. He, yeah, Helton, Helton is like the first of these guys to come up who's like a legit fantasy player. But what, oh, were, sure. you, what were you really doing with Todd Helton? Like you wanted Todd Helton every single year in fantasy because he was going to hit 333, drive in 117 just because yeah. he played half his games in Colorado. Yeah, sure. Manny, yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I think yes. Jeff Kansom, maybe for me. I do lean yes, but I'm not super passionate about it. Like Jeff Kent and Andrew Jones are like in a similar bucket to me. Andrew I, Jones I is lean, really good. No, I maybe, lean it no was, maybe it was a down era, but to me, like after Alomar, Kent was the best second baseman in the game for a really long, like for an extended period of time, he was the best second baseman in the league, in my opinion. Well, I just find it weird that Soriano is out on the first ballot, too. I mean, he was a terrible second baseman, but he was a very good player. Maybe he's just another fantasy guy. Yes, he was. 40-40 Soriano. Yeah. Sammy Sosa, I think he should be in. Just for, no. just for the moment that he had with McGuire, I think. I mean, it's not like his stats don't match up. Like, he has... Amazing stats. Yeah, but we're yeah, but wire stats. Years, they're all clustered at a very, very, very small bit. Now, so, I'm, I'm going to vote no on Sosa. But Sosa has, Sosa, along with McGuire, was a part of the most memorable thing that happened in baseball in the past 40 years. Sure. I don't dispute that, but that's not enough to get you into the Hall of Fame. Almost 2,354 hits, 609 home runs. Yeah, like, the home runs are impressive, but 2,300 hits, like, okay, that's fine. I, I like him. I give him a nod more than a lot of the people whose names have come up here, but I don't know. Like, if Maguire's not going to get it, I'm not giving it to Sosa. Is Maguire out? Like, off the ballot? Out? Yeah, pretty sure. 
Yeah, Mark McGuire. I mean, maybe the Veterans call. Committee will figure him out or whatever, though, you know, him and Sosa at some point, but yeah. Andy Pettit? No. No. How come? Great player, good Yankee. Good playoff the, resume. That's always that's, gets, he had the good, that gets yeah, exactly. he had the good fortune of pitching World Series games against teams like the Padres and Mets who had no chance. Right? Well, didn't he make the World Series with the Astros too? Yes, he he and Clemens were on the same staff. Hmm. And Abreu is the last one. He's the last guy left on the ballot. So five tool I, I, player, I, great fantasy player. Also, I don't know the fan, Hall of Famer. Remember when he hit like. 200 home runs in the all-star game or in the home run derby. Then he hit like one in the second half of the season. Vaguely, <laughs> yes. but did I, that happen to Josh Hamilton too? The year that he lit it up in the home run derby. Yeah. Now guys don't like doing it. I feel. Yes. That's why. Um, I don't like if you talk about like playoff resume and all this stuff, I'm surprised Josh Beckett got zero votes. Yeah. I mean, he was a world series MVP. And he won, two, what, two, two World, World Series? series yeah. yeah, with yeah, the Marlins and the Red Sox. And he was good in both those playoffs. Vital. Uh, in particularly in, in, in Florida, yeah. Now, Bonds and, Bonds and Clemens are the only two people on this list with a war over 80. And theirs is 139.2 for Clemens. Bonds is 162.8. Yeah, I mean, no one disputing that they had fantastic careers. Jeter's war, 42.4. Lower yeah. than Larry Walker's. Not shocking, but he's Derek Jeter. Yeah, he won five titles, plays a premium position. He's the captain. And, you know, I mean, and if we're playing word Hall of Fame, I mean, there was no more famous baseball player in his time than Derek Jeter. <coughs> Any other Hall of Fame stuff? I met Roger Clemens. Nice guy? Yeah. You introduced himself as Rocket. No, it was uh, the first year he was a Blue Jay at spring training in uh tampa i was in like the lobby area and i saw him and i kind of asked him for his autograph but i didn't have anything like with me he's like i'll be back down here in like 40 minutes literally went to my room and like got like my jay's hat and ball and waited by the elevator and there he came probably like an hour later and like was happy to that was nice yeah do you remember he probably went up there to put a needle in his like it was a very like in that timeline (laughs) No, with the stories, too. of uh, Basically, when he got to Toronto is when yeah. the steroids started for him. Yeah. You remember that stupid commercial TSN had where he was th- throwing pitches and he, like, he was like, oh, that was 115. That was 120. Don't anyone tell him it's in kilometers an hour. I, no, I remember man. seeing that on all the time. His I don't first remember year. it. The, the only commercial that was. I'm going to see if I can throw this into the show. The only Blue Jays commercial that I ever remember is the Gustavo Chassin. Let me pitch it. To your senses. It smells like a victory. June 27. Let me piece this to your senses. Chassing. Chassing. Well, you remember the Coca-Cola commercials, too. They're 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 probably the most... Yeah, the Roberto Alomar, the... uh, Catch of the taste. Catch of the taste. Catch the taste of McCain Frozen Punch in orange, berry, and fruit punch. McCain Punch is made with real fruit juices to deliver real fruit taste, which makes McCain the punch of champions, like Roberto Alomar. Win a day with Roberto Alomar and the Blue Jays by entering the Catch the Taste sweepstakes from the Junior Jays and McCain Punch today. Catch the taste. Well, there's that too. Catch the or taste. Ca- or the- his oh, cam would say, catch the <laughs> oh, Jesus. Bleep that. Bleep that whole line. <laughs> I have a great Alomar story. Let's hear it. <laughs> It's not PG rated. Well, it ha- is it X rated? It yes. Is it less X rated than what Do you it. just said? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do, yeah. Tell the story and we'll figure it yeah, out. We're in not post. live. We can <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, this isn't broadcasting this. out to the world right no, now. I'm just saying, it's uh, someone just uh, knew. He used to live in the Sky Gnome Hotel. Yeah. And just, uh, it's all like third or fourth hand, but someone was up there with him and they were talking. He said, 
Enough of the talk. It's time for the cock. <laughs> That's great. That's a great story. <laughs> it's just like Cam's VJ saying, where are the white hookers story? Love that story. Literally, like, as Cam tells it, VJ's wife is here for the Canadian Open for a couple days. She's now leaving. Within, like, minutes of seeing that his wife has left, someone asked a lackey as VJ what they can get him. It's like VJ's like the number one or two ranked player in the world at this point. This is when he's beaten Mike Weir in a playoff and his the Canadian an- yeah. Open. His answer is white hookers. I'm gonna say that's that from it, Cam. I'm gonna say that is unsubstantiated <laughs> and maybe a joke. Probably. That's how we'll get out of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> funny, very... funny anecdote though. I have a game for you guys to play if you would like to play it. Yeah, sure. Fun. I like games. So remember we played that game not too long ago that was like Stump the Schwab style? Yes. Where I I had a list of things and you guys competed against each other to see if you could name what was on the list and what was not? Yes. Well, we're going to do that again. So you, Tim, versus Jeff in Yankees who are in the Hall of Fame Hmm. that have played. Now, it's giving me a list like some guys are like, we're on the team for one year. You've got to play at least five years with the team in order to qualify okay. to be on this list and in this. So you get three strikes, and, gotcha. we'll see, and we'll see who wins. Oh, yeah, he's cracking a DC. He's about to crack my head, Yeah, too. T- I'd say I'd, but if you were on the line, Jeff, I'd say please don't Google it, but that didn't even occur to Tim until no, I said Tim's that. No, Tim's like, so. got this. No, I wouldn't cheat like that. I would just sell you the game. He's a disgrace to the game. <laughs> so, Jeff, you can go first. Babe Ruth. Uh, Babe Ruth. Let me check the list here. Uh, <laughs> yes, he is in the Hall of Fame. Tim. Joe, Dima- Joe DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio is in. Jeff. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig is in. Correct. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs is in. Correct. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. Correct. Uh, Is that him typing over there? No, uh, he said Gehrig. He said Ruth. You got, Ruth. You got ten um, seconds for each pick. Okay, well then I'll just I'll just take Cheater. Okay, Derek Cheater. That is correct. Reggie Jackson. I believe Reggie Jackson. Where is he on this list? There he is. Yeah, cross him off. Back how many? To are, have, have you told? Do you tell us how many there were? There's like thirty-five. Jesus. <laughs> it's back to Tim. Uh, I'm going to go with Rivera. Mariano Rivera is correct. Thurman Munson? Thurman Merman? I don't see Thurman Munson on here. No, that's an X for Jeff. I think he just died and was popular then. Tim. Mantle. Mickey Mantle is correct. Jeffrey. Oh, you're spacing here. Yeah, yeah, this is early. There's some big names on here, too. I'm sure there's huge. You got five seconds, throw out a name. David Cohn? Not a Hall of Famer. David Cohn, not a Hall of Famer. At least I don't think so. No, it's two X's. Tim. Gossage. Goose Gossage is correct. I'll get myself back into one. Ricky Henderson. No, it did not play five years with the Yankees. Oh. X, Tim, you're the winner. Okay. I had other ones in my mind, but that's great. You you can keep piling on. Well, I had Dave Winfield. I was going to use him. That is correct. Keep going. And I was going to use Catfish Hunter. Catfish Hunter is correct. Mm. Then I would have really had to rack my brain after that. Uh, You got uh, someone who was once killed by Whitey Whackers. Oh, Whitey Ford. Whitey yeah, Ford. Yeah, someone named Frank Home Run Baker. He, I, I bet you he hit dings. As he's played from 1916 to 1919, 1921 to 1922. Part of my ignorance, Roger Maris in the Hall of Fame? I don't know, I guess actually. not, right? No. So then based on that, Sosa should it be? Dave Winfield born. is one of them. Yeah, Tim said that. Uh, uh, Phil Rizzuto. Oh, of course, Phil Rizzuto, yeah. Phil Rizzuto. Uh, Lefty Gomez. That's that's a guy. Probably a bunch of managers too. From the these are just players. 
Uh, Mike Mussina is uh, probably... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gaylord, uh, Gaylord Perry doesn't count. He only played there one year. Phil Necro doesn't count. He only played there two years. Hey, Tim, would you like a chance to get back at Tim here? I have sure. one more list that we can play. Okay. All right, you ready for this one? And Tim, yeah. you can go first on this one. Tim's like a Trivial Pursuit maven. This is true. But I want to start mixing this stuff in. Let's go. I'm ready. All-time PGA Tour money leaders. Top 25. Tim, you're all Oh, well, then I'll take Woods off the board. Why, why didn't you save Woods? You know he's on there. Mickelson. Mickelson's number two on that list. By the way, Tiger, 120 million. Phil, 90 million. L's. Ernie Els, number 11, $49 million. Greg Norman? That's a big X for old Jeff. Timothy? Singh. Vijay Singh, number four, $71 million. Matt Kuchar? It's a big X. No, no, that's not true. He's number nine. <laughs> I just missed him. $50 million for Matt Kuchar. Sorry about that. Tim. I wonder <clears throat> I wonder if Nicholas is on the list. Well, you have three seconds to decide. I'll take I'll take Nicholas. No. X. <clears throat> Jeff. Jim Furick. Number three. 71 million, just ahead of VJ. McElroy. Rory McElroy? Yeah, he won the FedEx. He's got to be up there. Number I don't think the FedEx Cup counts towards this, but he's number 8 at 51 million. Just for reference, Billy Horschel is not on this list, so I don't think that accounts. <laughs> Dustin Johnson. Number 5, 61 million dollars. Now okay. we're getting now we're getting into it. All right, you got to think about modern guys who've won multiple majors. That's how you're going to get there. Quit filibustering. You have five seconds to pick. Bubba Watson. Yes, number 15, $44 million. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth, number 18, $40 million. Multiple majors. There's uh, only one. Uh, uh, damn it. It's, it's top how many? 25. Three seconds. Uh, Two. One. You pick something. I don't know. X. X for Tim. Jeff. Oh, my God. I just had someone. Oh, I do have somebody now. Darn it. There's a lot of guys left on this list. You have five seconds. Just PGA? Just PGA. Okay. You have three seconds. Two. One. Give me the name. You get Webb X. Simpson. Yes, 23. $36 million. Saved yourself from an X. Tim, you're, you have one lifeline here. I, who did I just forget? Give me Zach Johnson. He's got two majors. Number 13 on the list, $45 million. Jeff. Oh, I just had someone. Uh, Jason Day. Jason Day, number 12, $45 million. That's not even who Tim. Goosen. Retief Goosen? Yeah. You are out of the running. Ah, you can keep chipping away here. There's like some really obvious names because it's very clear that all the money has been made like in the past ten years. Okay, so Justin Thomas. No, no you're that's two strikes for you. You get one more strike. Yes, Paul. I'll wait until he answers to say one out loud. Yeah, three seconds. Mike Weir? No. Yes, Paul. Brooks Kepka. No. Oh, I thought. See, once I didn't get JT, I didn't think Brooks would be. Number six, Justin Rose. That's who the fuck I was thinking about. Number seven, Adam Scott. Why didn't I write it down? Of course, Adam Scott makes sense. Number 10, Sergio Garcia. Yeah, perfect sense. Number 14, this one's, there's like three or four tricky ones here. Is Lee Westwood on this list? Lee Westwood is not. No. Davis Love III is 14th. Steve Stricker is 16th. David Toms is 17th. Charles Howell III is, is 19th. That's so funny. Ricky is 20. Snedeker is 21. Stuart Sink is 22. 
Luke Donald is 24. Oh, Luke Donald. I should have guessed him. Rory Sabatini is number 25. Rose and Scott. Rose I had. Rose I I literally was like... But on a list of top Slovakian golfers, I would have gotten to Sabatini. Maybe. I don't know about that. You guys tied one to one. We did much worse on that than I thought we we were going to. Yeah, I thought you guys would do well. I thought you guys would come down to, like, not know. I thought it was going to come down to, like, Howell, Love, and Sabatini. I did, just I, you, I did just put you on the I, spot with this, though. I, I could have been here for 20 minutes and not have thought of Sabatini in the top 20. I had, I would, I, yeah, I, even Howell. Like, I get it. because Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have got Charles Howell third either. I could have been given an eternity, and I wouldn't have come up with that probably. And it's tough because, I don't know, part of me is ready to get, guess, like, a Bill Haas, but you took the FedEx Cups out of it. Thomas is probably Thomas and Brooks are probably very close at this point, but the like Sabatini's on that list with thirty four million dollars. I can't believe Kepka's not on there with all the wins he's gotten four majors. Hard to believe. What? Who is twenty fifth on the list? Webb is that Sabatini? With how much again? Thirty four million. No, yeah, Brooke doesn't add up. Yeah, they're not five million a major. No, they're two million at best a major. Okay, I'm happy I at least beat Tim in that. All right, well, let's call it quits on part one of the show. Part two will be coming out over the weekend, so I'd like to thank Jeff. I'd also like to thank Tim Andergast. Tim Andergast. That is not my name. For being on the line today. If you want to get into a draw for 20 DK bucks, what you do is smash the like, leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section, and I forget what it was. Tell me who didn't get voted into the Hall of Fame that you would put into the Hall of Fame. I think it was both you and I said Bonds, right? Yeah. Tim, who would be your pick? Sure. I'll, I'll with you, but I'll say Clemens to be different. Is that your actual pick? Yeah, sure. Clemens. Why not? All right. And if you want to get into a draw for 100 DraftKings dollars, subscribe to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Leave a five-star review, DraftKings handle, and something you like about this show You'll be in the draw for 100 DraftKings dollars. Winners to be given away on Monday's show. Stick around on the weekend because there's another one coming right at you with the three of us. I'll see you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.